constitutional considerations concerning the role of the governor with respect to legislation. We have a constitutionally directed division of powers in Tennessee, split into three distinct parts, legislative, executive, and judicial. Article 3 of our Constitution deals with the executive branch, or governor. Section 10, he shall take care that the laws be faithfully executed. Section 11, he shall from time to time give to the General Assembly information of the state of the government and recommend for their consideration such measures as he shall judge expedient. Administration bills, most recently carried by Leader William Lamberth in the House and Leader Jack Johnson in the Senate, gives voice to those recommendations. However, I find nothing in the Constitution about the governor having authority to send department personnel to the legislature to insert that office's personal agenda on matters that belong to the General Assembly to decide or those of that office's advisors, especially matters which bear on rights and privileges enumerated in the constitutions, both of the state and union. I have heard it explained that the governor has the power via his election to send the numerous liaisons, at least 41 by my latest count, to weigh their department thumbs on the scale of passage of legislation at the governor's direction, making the administration the largest employer of lobbyists in the state. Article 2, which deals with the legislature in Section 20, says, The style of the laws of this state shall be, be it enacted by the General Assembly of the State of Tennessee. In Article 3, Section 18, Every bill which may pass both houses of the General Assembly shall, before it becomes a law, be presented to the governor for his signature. If he approve, he shall sign it, and the same shall become a law. But... If he refuse to sign it, he shall return it with his objections thereto, in writing to the house in which it originated. And said house shall call said objections to be entered at large upon this journal, and proceed to reconsider the bill. If, after such reconsideration, a majority, simple majority, by the way, of all the members elected to that house shall agree to pass the bill, notwithstanding the objections of the executive, it shall be sent with said objections to the other house by which it shall be likewise reconsidered. If approved by a majority of the whole number elected to that house, it shall become a law. The votes of both houses shall be determined by yeas and nays, and the names of all the members voting for or against the bill shall be entered upon the journals of their respective houses. The same goes for joint resolutions and matters of the budget. This is the constitutionally mandated way a governor interacts with the people and their laws, through their elected representatives and senators. Currently, there is no statutory prescription against using taxpayer money to lobby against the will of the people in Tennessee. Perhaps that should be considered by our General Assembly, like many other states have currently. But, for sure, these liaisons should have to operate under the rules of every other taxpayer-paid employee per TCA Code Section 3916403. And if they, while under color of official employment, deny or attempt to deny the citizen a right enumerated in the constitutions, knowing that they are doing so, they are in fact committing an offense. It is the job of the people who hold the authority, per our Declaration of Rights, to maintain government in the manner that they may think proper. Per Section 30 of our Declaration, it says that no hereditary emoluments privileges or honors shall ever be granted or conferred in this state. We are, in fact, all to be considered equal.